The following is an America Matters Media production. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the station or its advertisers, although we think they should. But that's the opinion of America Matters Media. Welcome, it's Talking Truth to Power, Nevada and the world's Freedom Talk Radio. I'm your host, Bernard Trainer, and my co-host, Leland Fagri. And along with us is uh, Shanimal Lawson, behind the board. Please hold your horses, Shanimal. Morning. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the theme today is, uh, again, it's all COVID all the time. Uh, what bleeds, leads. But the Americans are rising up. You know, is all, that your own? What bleeds leads. Yeah, no. It's damn good. <laughs> all walks of life, all income levels, by the thousands and hundreds of thousands, Americans are showing they can put principle before profits, including their even their own livelihood. And even if their corporatist government threatens them with uh, terminations, many many Americans are refusing to take the vax. We don't have the time. Yeah. <laughs> you see what Obama said yesterday at that CNN Tonight, <laughs> brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, rally for uh, McAuliffe. Yeah. Because we don't have the time. Oh. we got to shove this down their throats before they can figure it out. And we only have 10 years before the planet burns out. Yeah, and only 12 months before the next election. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, they are running out of time, which is a point we've made all the time here yes. on, on our show. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that uh, CNN uh, town hall with uh, Anderson Cooper was oh, what a, just a mess, oh wasn't it? Oh, my God, yeah. Embarrassing. But then he always is. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you just tune in for the comedy, I think, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, his life has been a mess. Yes, it has been. You know, he, he's he's not happy with his own life, which is why we're, you know, victims of his own creation, his own lack of creation. You know, he's a plagiarist. He's lied about everything. Right. He keeps telling that story about Amtrak. Yes. I think he's told it five times now. The conductor pinched him on the chin and all that stuff. And it's just absolute nonsense. Right. So... And then he feel. I think he feels guilty about uh, Bo dying after he's. Oh, you know, I'm sure. I, I he don't... voted for the Iraq War. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, he's been wrong about his uh, former uh, defense secretary. What was his name? The Republican guy. I can't think of his name offhand. Uh, I don't. Republican. Under Bush. I can't think of his name. But anyway. Powell. No. no. But he said, you know, he's never been right about yeah. any any Gage? critical decision. Was it Gage? No. It'll, I'll come up with it. All right. But I mean it's he's just he's just desperate and the American people are running out of patience right. for this. Yeah. And um what was really strange, I I don't know if we have the, the lower your expectations. The sound was that <laughs> strange interlude when he stood there like a robot with his fists uh, I saw that. I clenched uh, arms at 90 degrees. Right. And he just kind of froze like that. And so uh, people are doing memes uh, because it looked like a character from the old comic strip, Beavis and Butthead. It really did, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't we... realize that until I saw that image that was... Uh, Do we got that one to play there, Shanimal? Okay. 
the Yunkin uh, win could spell trouble for Democrats. You know that, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and why would you have Biden show up if he wasn't, you know... <laughs> Desperate. Yeah. I mean... They are desperate. And uh, Obama was down there in Virginia, too. But he opened his mouth and said parents shouldn't uh, control what their children are learning in school. Yeah. And that was... Well, he started digging his own grave, and now they're trying to save him. And me? I am Cornholio. Cool. <laughs> Cornholio, I need TV for my bunghole. Pass. Are you threatening me? You will. Bunghole? Um, okay. The principal, he will give me TV. I would hate for my bunghole to get polio. <laughs> and if you can picture him with his hands gripped, yeah, and you know, ninety, that, you know, ninety degrees out from his body, that's the parallel. And it's, you know, you know, so, uh, some people were saying this could be an Alzheimer's thing. Oh, I'm, you know that he locks up like sure that. Sure, it is. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical and mental fil my physical as uh -huh. well as my mental fil fitness. Uh huh. <laughs> well, we're doing that. <laughs> The sinking ship entertainment has uh, embodied itself around this guy, for sure. So, and then at the same time that he was, at, you know, making a internet meme out of himself, you have Vladimir Putin over in Valde gave a long, coherent two or three hour speech on the state of Russia in the West. Is that the annual event that he does every year? Uh, no, this was uh, something called the Valde Discussion Club. And, Is that uh, when he did he invite Western reporters? I think that yeah, I believe there were Westerners there because I know that's about a three-hour event. He's been yeah, doing he, it every he year. He does, he does a lot of stuff. He does the international press conference. He mm -hmm. does the national press conference videoed. He used to call, uh, do radio shows all the time, call-in shows for the people. Mm -hmm. So um, he, but the thing is, I mean, he's coherent. He yeah. gave a <laughs> he gave a very deep complex analysis of what was going on between Russia and the West and saying that the West is destroying their history and Russia is not. And that's true. Russia is, since Putin took over, Russia has been rebuilding its history, mm -hmm. giving its people a sense of their nation. Mm -hmm. uh, he's been dedicating uh, monasteries. He recently dedicated a statue to Alexander Nevsky. I, I'm sure he most people don't know who that is, but he's considered the George Washington of Russia going way back to the 13th century. And uh, so he's he's giving the Russian people a sense of their history. Well, over here in the West, we're, you know, we're just with these cultural Marxists, you know what they call it, the march through the institutions. You ever hear that phrase? That's a good one. Yeah. That's a damn good one. Yeah. They did it in Hungary. Uh, Rod Dreher had a column about it recently. Uh, after the war, you know, the Warsaw Pact, they said, oh, you can elect a government. And they elected a basically a classical liberal democratic government. But the communists started infiltrating all the institutions. And pretty soon it was a shell. Well, you, you know, know, we fed, burped, and diapered the Soviet Union all those years. Yeah. So how difficult would it be to orient your... Your, your future to right. the West. Right. Hi, 
this is Eddie Floyd. Let me tell you about my favorite nonprofit public charity, Wynema Wild Horse Sanctuary, located on the Forsyth Ranch in Hallelujah Junction area. And please go to www.wynemaranch.com. That's W-Y-N-E-M-A ranch.com. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. Well, well, Lee, we we got to feel sorry for a couple of uh, establishment liberals. The we first do? One, yeah. Okay. Poor Dr. Fauci had a rough week, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> I, I can't remember when he's had a good week, but yeah, it was a particularly difficult week for him. Yeah, his own... Uh, NIH, I believe it was, released emails that mm-hmm. show he did lie to Congress over gain-of-function research. As if we needed that. That he approved, right. You know, yeah. if you can't connect the dots there, I mean, there's no help for you. You're a lion dog-faced pony <laughs> Yeah, <shoulder>. right. <laughs> well, yeah, and and yet, he's still standing. Right. You know, he hasn't still, resigned yet. Yeah. And he should have out of his own sense of decency, I think. But um, And now he's got other issues with how he's handled animals. Right. Yeah, that's this bad. Um, the White Coats Project, I believe they were the ones that first started uh, producing evidence about this whole Wuhan lab uh, gain-of-function stuff. But then they came out today and said that his agency funds uh, very inhumane medical research in Tunisia, of all places. Yeah, because it's offshore. Uh-huh. Yep, it's out of the country. That's, that's the secret. You can do anything over there. They use specially bred beagles who are bred to be compliant, although the beagles already are a compliant breed. And for research, they put the dogs' heads into uh, like a netted enclosure in which the poor dogs are attacked by infectious sand flies and their faces eaten off. It's one of the most hideous things I've ever heard of. I've ever heard of, right? what would be the point of it? I I don't know. This is is the part of it, I, I think, that needs to be understood right. is that we don't understand it. Right. If it was doing a heart transplant in a pig, then, you know, that's something you might be able to understand. But And there was something well, thing, along those lines this week. A, a pig's uh, kidney was used to, oh. sa- to save a life now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, but you make a good point. I mean, if, there, if it can sustain human life or has some value right. in mm-hmm. the course of events, but what would be the point of that? I don't know. And they, they put some of them in cages out in the desert for, so the fleas could attack them out there or the flies. I don't know. They, and in, and uh, they surgically removed the beagle's vocal cords so they could not bark or make noises during oh, the Oh, isn't that nice? Yes. So they're not bothered. They're, they're not going to be the bothered. The scientists aren't bothered no. with it. No. They don't have to listen. Oh, my God. Oh, hell no. I, I didn't hear that part of it. Yeah. So thanks for sharing that. Yeah. So this all makes... uh, This is the monster that is Anthony Fauci. I mean, he's looking less and less like a saint and more and more like Pinhead from the Hellraiser movies. Way to go, (laughs) a-hole! Yeah. 
Just. I know. It's awful. So how are we going to force him to resign? He's 83 years old. He's been wrong over and over again. He contradicts himself. When his authority is challenged, he lashes out and declares that he is the science. And he wants to control. And uh, if the people don't do what he wants to do, he wants the government to issue mandates. You know, this guy is a tyrant. Oh, he is. Yeah, That's exactly what he is. Yeah. Whatever. I'll do what I want. <laughs> and that's uh, what he does you know we have the the second uh, liberal that got himself in deep water status you mean status liberal yeah actor alec baldwin uh-huh. yeah <laughs> the, i mean these anti-gun control these these gun control people and I, I said anti these gun grabbers they don't know the first things about guns but on the other hand he's been doing this for over 20 years right he should know the protocols for gun safety on a set. One would think, and if he didn't, he should be advised by those very people that do right. on the set. Well, there was uh, Laura Southern laid it out pretty well, I think, that there was at least five uh, instances in which the, uh, the, the accident, the tragedy could have been averted. Mm-hmm. First of all, you had a 24-year-old armorer on her first job who likes to be photographed with a lot of guns. And according to the story, although, you know, everybody's innocent or proven guilty and, and we don't have the official legal charges yet, but according to the story, on Saturday, she and some of the other crew members went out and fired those guns, you know, those prop guns with live ammo. So the likelihood of live ammo being on the set is yeah. the issue. Right. How did that happen? And then instead of directly handing the guns to the assist, uh, assistant director, which I should be the protocol, she left them on a, on a cart outside of the set, the set. The assistant director just picked them up and said they were cold. He didn't look at them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's supposed to go first when it gets in past him. And he was fired from another set because of a gun accident. Yep. So the assistant director was another failed check. Then it should have gone to the key grip, which I understand is the uh, the head cinematographer, and he should have checked it. We're not even sure it went to that step. And then it goes to the actor. and <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he is? And there's a guy that's had anger management issues. <laughs> and you know, and it's not um, too difficult to extend by logical consequence that he had made enemies on that set. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what would be... According to the stories, a very poorly run set with labor problems. What would be the and odds? two other accidents, gun discharges. That, that, that someone just uh, accidentally left a live round in that gun. And apparently what I saw this morning was he was practicing drawing his gun. Right. Like the opening scene to Gunsmoke. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's supposed to be sitting in a, a pew and he was had to reach up and grab his gun from a sitting position. And he stupidly pointed it without realizing or, unless there was something even worse, realizing it, at this uh, woman, this camera person. He thought he was just being cute. Yep. Didn't he? Apparently. Yeah. And that's the, the, the first violation of so a firearm. The, he had two violated. Number one, he should have checked the ammo, even mm-hmm. though all these other people should have checked the ammo. None of them did. And then number two, never point a gun at somebody unless you're going to shoot. Unless you're in town, you shoot. Yeah. 
So I think, and here's, this is just, <laughs> just my sense is, I'm thinking that he's not going to get any less angry. <laughs> this couldn't happen to a nicer guy. I know. Huh? And I need, you know, it's a terrible thing to kill someone. I'm sure that... Uh, Horrible price to pay to be yeah, working sure with that guy. Yeah, I'm sure he's emotionally wrecked right now, but or I guess he is. Maybe he's just another cold, you know what, but... He's probably very emotionally wrecked right now, but you still, it couldn't have happened to a, a better person to have something really bad happen to. And this yeah. should humble him, but yeah. but uh, it'll it'll make him more angry, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. That's just the way he is. So. I wonder if he's going to be doing more Donald Trump impersonations. Or producing more films. Yeah. Yeah, this is, I mean, he's he's liable not only for his actions on the set, but by the, by the fact that he's the uh, one of the or the executive producer. Mm-hmm. So he's got double liability, possible criminal. Tough for this film to make any money. <laughs> <laughs> Again, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Think of the art we lost. I know. <laughs> Where's the tissue? <laughs> yeah, so... You know, between Fauci and, and uh, Baldwin, we have two uh, liberal icons that have really been exposed. The mask has come off, as they say. And it couldn't be happening at a, at a better time. Right. Know, going in, because we're basically we're just a year off from the midterm. So. Uh-huh. Perfect. Yep. If, if I know there's a movement to get Fauci out of there. Let's see if it works. Uh, I mean, he, he lied to Congress. He's got a criminal referral. And now he's been exposed as an inhumane uh, animal. He's a I monster. Mean, yeah, Peter. Peter should be picking him every day. Well, I saw somebody from Peter on with Tucker last night. Oh yeah, she excoriated him. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was wondering where where Peter was during this whole thing because uh-huh. they should have been coming out of the yeah. wherever they live. You know, right? We should see some demonstrations and. And I wonder if he's going to be on He'll TV. He'll tap that down. You know. yeah, yeah, but Soros the thing is, Fauci's always on TV. He's always explaining himself or explaining... He his, has to try yeah. to explain himself. <laughs> he has no choice but to try to explain himself. <laughs> I did, this is not gain-of-function research, <laughs> Senator Paul. Yeah. yeah. He's just his hands shaking, yeah. you know. And then the two-pointed the two fingers. fingers. And then, uh, you know, it's just, it goes on and on and on. I think the American people will respond accordingly in the midterms. It's it's just like the former governor of New York. You can't get him for killing the old people, but you can get him for sexually harassing his secretary. You know what we need to do, don't you? Lower our expectations. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what are our choices? I know. At least for the next year, we've got to keep yep. those expectations tamped down. Mm-hmm. Tamped down hard. When we get an impeachment going, if he lasts to the next election, to the oh. midterms, we'll get an impeachment going against him in the House because we'll have control of the House. Right. So that'll be exciting. So don't lose faith. Careful what presidents you said there, Democrats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting to know you 
Let me tell you about America Matters with Eddie Floyd. It comes on every Monday at noon. Don't want you to miss it. That's America Matters with Eddie Floyd. Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back to Talking Truth to Power. I'm your host, Bernard Trainer. My co-host is Leland Fagri. And the, uh, the culture wars are still being fought. You know that, Lee? Yeah, I keep hearing about it. Right. So... <laughs> We had uh, this last week uh, the Dave Chappelle show, The Closer, which caused a another uh, social justice warrior freakout when he supported the TERFs. You ever hear of the TERFs? No. Well, the TERFs are Transsexual Accepted. Is this an acronym? Radical Feminist. That's okay. right. Yeah, it's an acronym. T-E-R-F-S. Okay. And they are... <laughs> they are women... Taking notes over here. Yeah. They're women who uh, are radical feminists, except when it comes to transsexuals who are infringing on women's rights, such as women in sports. That's the main issue, although there are others. Well, you know what Lloyd Austin said? Uh, Well, he said a lot of things. Nothing like like this has been done before. (laughs) (laughs) A trans girl is a girl. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's Sarah Silverman. Yep, yep, that's Sarah Silverman. But, you know, they're not a girl, really. Now, you know, they. It's this is something that we're going to have to hash out over the next few years because it's, it's not going away, but it is being... But uh, the honeymoon is over. The honeymoon is over, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're one victim class that is having their victimhood, uh, you know, questioned. Uh, so, um, you know, we had the uh, the new admiral uh, that was appointed, and they and you know the uh, Democrats, and that was uh, Rachel Levine, right? That's, that's yeah, a, yes, mm-hmm. and she's <laughs> he know, look he looks good in a dress, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or in a naval outfit, <laughs> and you know Rachel Levine is the transsexual former pediatrician, which causes some people to shake their heads who um you know w- appears to advocate for pushing uh younger and younger children into uh having a transitioning as they call it from one uh sex to another one gender to another you know what that is don't you a child abuse it's over the horizon technology <laughs> <laughs> a trans girl is a girl <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I so put, put it in bold here. Yes. <laughs> so one of one of our congressmen kind of objected to the press release that they sent out because they when they made her the first admiral, they did not say that she was the first transsexual, you know, appointed to that high office. Uh, but they said she was the first woman appointed to that. Yeah, they office. described her by her stated preference. Yes, right. That's all it was. Right. So, you know, the um, he got the congressman got suspended from Twitter for a week. For uh, right. 
for saying that. My, my response to that would be, why does he have a Twitter account? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even Kamala liked that. Right. One. And now, you know, I'm, I watch uh, Blair White's channel. Uh, you know, she's the uh, libertarian conservative type of uh, transsexual. And um, she was pointing out that the mainstream media does not point out, and it, it is a good lesson that Chappelle talked about a friend or at least a co-worker of his who was a transsexual comedian. And this transsexual comedian, her name was uh, Daphne Dorman, actually opened for his act. And she was, uh, as Blair White points out, uh, Miss Dorman was ripped by the uh, social justice warriors for even appearing on the same stage or working with Chappelle. Mm. And it caused her so much trauma that she actually killed herself. Wow. About a week later. Wow. So Blair White was on there saying, you know, this is a point they should pe uh, speak to and that these fanatics, these um, uh, cultural Marxists are, you know, they're the ones that killed this, this transsexual and not, not uh, the right wing. Right. You know? Right. And that the blame for that is clearly misdirected. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, also we had uh, the fact that uh, the turfs are being reinforced. By <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're getting reinforcements. Yeah, they're getting reinforcements. <laughs> it's the the woman that um, authored the Handmaid's Tale, which is you know the liberals' favorite favorite movie of all time. Uh, Margaret Chapman. Her name is. She's the. Uh, she came out and supported the turfs against the transsexual athletes, and she said, "You know, things are going too far. We have to put a break on it." So, so, so it wasn't a righteous strike, <laughs> right? So she has she has joined J.K. Rowling, okay. you know, the, the yeah. authors of uh, the uh, Harry Potter mm -hmm. stories novels. In, uh, in joining the TERFs. So the TERFs are getting all these middle-class, uh, these uh, white, middle-aged white authoresses on their side. Hmm. <laughs> you can't argue with uh, Chapman and Rowling, you know. That's, <laughs> that <laughs> sounds like a law firm in itself. A lot of people like that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Inconceivable! I know it is to me, but... <laughs> And, you know, well, so uh, while even uh, while Chappelle is being, you know, skewered for his... I say this, he's managing it well, I think. Yes. Oh, he's, he says he will sit down and talk to the, uh, yeah. the communists. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if they want to bring it up to it, you know, as long as he's able to keep his, you know, dignity or whatever. And what he's so, saying yeah. is, yeah, he, he, he wants to do it in a dignified way and he knows who his enemy is. Right. Which I think is how you win anything. You know, sure. You've got to know your enemy. Right. Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I found it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, at the same time that they're promoting this kind of divisiveness between the TERFs and the transies, uh -huh. the social justice warriors, uh, they got to get their finger in another pie. Oh, you know? sure they do. No, they never sleep, those people. <laughs> so the Senate confirmed, uh, without any Republican vote, so 
Um, they had to wake Kamala up and have her cast the deciding yep, vote. I they guess. did, yeah. <laughs> that Catherine Lehman will head the Office of Civil Rights in the Justice Department. Now, she's another Obama holdover that Biden is pushing on us. It's basically just Obama's administration oh, exactly. by a different name. continuation. Mm -hmm. And once uh, she was in the Obama administration, she issued the Title IX directives that expanded the reach of that title beyond the statutory language, especially in the area of accusations on campus of sexual harassment or rape. And this resulted in numerous uh, cases of false accusations like the, uh, the lacrosse players and the, the incident in Duke University that Rolling Stone, you know, messed up completely. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Mm -hmm. and there was, They've done that more than once. Yeah, more than once. Yeah. And plus all kinds of times when young men are accused of a, a girl that probably just has, you know, morning regrets over what happened the night before of raping her. So uh, the uh, she if she is, you know, Trump appointed Betsy DeVos as Secretary of Education and she reversed all of that and restored uh, due process because a lot of times the uh, they had no, uh, a young man accused of uh, sexual misconduct or harassment had no opportunity to cross-examine the witness, had no even opportunity to an attorney, and was completely railroaded through a process and kicked out of school and have a blot on their record, you know? So you're saying mamas shouldn't let their babies grow up to be college, college students. students. <laughs> <laughs> Not when Catherine Lorman is in charge. Yeah, I think that's no. good advice. Yeah. Good counsel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know... It's strange, isn't it, how they they become fanatical to promote rights that don't exist. Mm -hmm. And then on the other hand, they become fanatical to strip away rights that should exist. <laughs> it's kind of a strange game they're playing. Very. It's all very peculiar, and I think it's so disaffecting that people are not paying attention. They've tuned out. Right. But they're, you know, they're going to be back in the game here next year right know, about summer is when people start thinking about november right uh, and they, they they got a lot of explaining to do they do a whole lot of explaining to do and they won't answer all no. of that they won't no. be able to explain it to anyone yeah it's um, the managed destruction of the united states of america the march through the institutions yeah very good yeah and so we've got uh, we risk losing Rowling and Chapman manning the barricades, trying to turn them back, <laughs> and, and we risk losing our edge as a nation. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I know this because Biden said so. <laughs> <laughs> well, they still haven't figured out what that submarine hit in the South China Sea. I haven't so heard a thing about it since. No. Have you? No. No. I but I know, uh, as Colin Powell would have said, we're we're breaking a lot of China wherever we go. It's just too soon to tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. You break it, you own it. Yep. That's what Colin said. <laughs> Colin knows these things. Yep. We're going to own a lot of refugees. That's what we're going to own. Yeah, exactly.
is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ, a Lotus Broadcast Station, the power of radio since 1967. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back to the final segment for Talking Truth to Power. I'm your host, Brendan Trainer. I'm here with uh, co-host Lena Fagri. And, you know, uh, Poland is uh, standing up to the European Union, uh, the European Union Parliament, and uh, over its uh, sovereignty and its uh, constitution. That seems to be uh, a theme that runs through the uh, the block that was occupied for 40 years, isn't it? Yeah. A yeah. general theme. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The uh, Hungary. And Hungary Pol- and Poland and... Uh, Belarus. Belarus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me, me no Belarus. Speaking of Belarus, do, do you know what Lukashenko, what trick he's pulling? No. Yeah. Um, the EU has sanctioned the the national airline, Belarusia or something, I Belarusia, something that the name of the national airline, you know, that's because he, me. That's because he used it, didn't he? Well, that's simply because he, he exploited they're it. trying to claim that that he forced down those yeah. people, but mm-hmm. he didn't. Mm-hmm. He did not do that, right. and it's provable. But nevertheless, they sanctioned the airline. If you tell the the, the lie often enough, it becomes exactly. the Exactly. So uh, the airline can't land in Western Europe, in a lot of cities in Western Europe. So Wait for the shareholders, huh? So they're increasing their flights to the Middle East, and... Lukashenko is kind of letting it be known. I don't know what kind of ads he's doing. <laughs> that if you come to Belarus from the Middle East, you can probably get into another country oh. <laughs> and live in another country. Interesting. So he's bringing all these Middle well, Easterners and who can, sending them to Poland. And <laughs> who can blame them? You yeah, know, it's just... Lithuania and <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's a little tricky. But Poland is is what they did was. Uh, they may have changed their Supreme Court in some way, but at, at any rate, the Poland Constitutional Court has ruled that the EU rules do not apply uh, when they violate Poland, Polish laws or the Polish Constitution. Which is an assertion of their own unique sovereignty, which yeah. is what we're supposed to do as nations. Right. Right. Beautiful. Uh-huh. And it's federalism. They're trying to regain a little federalism in, in the European uh, you uh-huh. know, Union. Within the, the pan-European arrangement. And, of course, um, Ursula Lagarde and, and all the rest of them are panicking or extremely upset because, you know, they, you just can't do that. You have to – everybody has to have the same values. So that's mm-hmm. the word they that's like the to whole use. Thing. It's our values. But they don't want it just in the pan-European arrangement. Right. They want it all around the world. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Everywhere you go. Right. A borderless world. That's, uh-huh. that's what they want. A borderless world, uh, all anal all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Single currency. Right. Single central bank. Right. Everything operates from New York <laughs> at the United Nations. Right. That's it. Except, you know, don't forget there has to be a Supreme Court for the world in Jerusalem. Yeah, that's right. It's an oversight on my part. 
<laughs> so we're, we're going to see. I sit corrected. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said before, most of the Polish people actually like the EU. They like the benefits of the EU. But in fact, they also like, they're also proud people and they like their national Well, sovereignty. so did the Irish. It's the same mindset. Yeah. I know. You know yeah. It was hard for them to separate the fact that this was going to happen. I remember uh, some, speaking to someone um, back at the time when the zone was constructed and he, he was just absolutely over the moon over the fact that the roads were going to get repaired in Ireland because <laughs> money was coming from elsewhere on the continent. Uh-huh. They weren't paying for their own roads. <laughs> this that mindset to me is so strange i know shouldn't you be building your own roads exactly yeah in a sovereign arrangement that's uh-huh. how it's supposed to be done you know? right i don't even like the interstate highway system here in this country no i i agree with you i mean california should fix its that's own roads. getting pretty arcane libertarian stuff but yeah well, I, but that's where i am yeah exactly <laughs> that's where i dwell yeah that was one of the beginnings of the end when the, uh, Eisenhower built the interstate highway. I think he wanted, you know, the the thinking was there that he wanted the U.S. military to be able to go interstate on on highways that were federally funded. Right. Well, so aside from the interstate highways, what else has the federal government done for us? Yeah. (laughs) Well, let me think about it. We come back next week. (laughs) You can hear the chants from the, the crowd. Let's go, Brendan. Yep. Let's go, Brendan is right. <laughs> it's taken off everywhere now. It's, right. It's just viral everywhere. It's in Europe, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're doing it at soccer games and, and other venues. and The translation or the expression? No, the let's go, Brendan. Oh, okay. Well, I think both. Yeah. You know, both. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine there's anybody out there that still doesn't know about yeah. this. Yeah. But but apparently there are some that are slow to come to terms with this. So, Well, uh, speaking of Europe, NATO is desperately trying to remain relevant and is talking, Jen Stenzelberger, the head of NATO, is talking about uh, expanding its reach to include Asia and the world. And uh, so he and uh, General Lloyd Austin got their puny heads together over the weekend last week and so they have new plan to contain russia now they didn't publish this plan but it appears to actually concede that nato cannot in fact uh it's uh, defend the baltic states poland ukraine or any country close to russia's border not that russia wants to invade any of them unless you know maybe the ukraine after what happened last spring but uh, if the Ukraine attacks the Donbass or the Crimea, then they would probably retaliate. But, but what the Stiltenberger and Austin came up with, yeah, we believe, is we're going to lower the nuclear threshold. That sounds nice. Yes. <laughs> Who, who's against that? <laughs> what could possibly go <laughs> This is CNN. <laughs> Nothing like this has been done before. (laughs) That's what Lloyd Austin said. (laughs) Actually, he said that about Afghanistan. Yeah, but you know, it still works. Still works. Yeah, they're 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 visionaries. Oh, absolutely, they are. They're clairvoyant. Yes, they're they're opening (laughs) new ground. (laughs) 
So if they can't defeat the Russians with tanks and planes close to the Russian border, they're going to use tactical nukes. Uh-huh. We're going to use tactical nukes in Europe. Of course, never mind that Russia said if anybody sends any kind of a nuke into their territory, they're going to blow up the world. Because, as Putin said, what good would the world be without Russia? And that's, he's well, actually he, right. He makes a pretty good point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we choose truth over facts. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, you know, and Russia really has no intention of invading the the little Baltic states who are annoying, but it would, it, they have no intention of invading them. And, and um, the last time they invaded anybody was uh, Georgia in 2008. And there was a commission headed by the Swiss, so you knew they were neutral. And they said it was Georgia's fault. But uh, Russia uh, marched through Georgia in 2008, just like Sherman did, only they didn't burn anything down. They just marched in and took the capital. It took them less than a week. And uh, Are you talking about our Georgia? No. I'm talking, oh, okay. I'm talking about... Does Brian Kemp know this? Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not Ray Charles's Georgia. Oh, okay. It's... it's it's a little country uh, near Russia on the Black Sea. Uh, uh-huh. there, you okay. know, it's a very nice little country. A lot of expats live there. Very cheap to live there. Very, very good food. But anyway, uh, they were goaded. They had a guy in charge named Shakasvili, and they were goaded into uh, shooting at Russian peacekeepers. It's it's a long story, but at any rate, the Russian army in two thousand eight marched in and took their capital in six days. If they had to invade any of these countries, if they actually threatened them, then, uh, you know, they they could do the same, including the Ukraine. Uh, and be, they could do that before NATO would ha- even have a chance to oppose them. Mm-hmm. So NATO is, by threatening to lower the nuclear threshold, NATO is actually showing how weak they are. Where's Dwight David Eisenhower when you need him? I know. <laughs> Just, Where's Charles de Gaulle when you need it? Yeah. <laughs> those those uh, leaders of sovereign states, we need we need a whole bunch more of them. Right. And once again, they're, they're fighting the wrong war because if there's any place where Russia could possibly pose a threat, it would be in the Arctic Ocean and the North Sea. But they're talking about the Black Sea and, and, and the Mediterranean and yeah, the Pacific Ocean and... It's all fantasy world stuff. They're not going to be able to do any of this. And you know why, don't you? No, we, tell we, me, Lee. Tell well, me. <laughs> I'm setting up the straight guy. Yeah. To the, <laughs> we risk losing our edge as a nation. Oh, okay. That's what Biden said. So. We risk losing our edge. Those are the ones that really come, you know, my ears go up. Exactly. On those. Right. Because you know he's lying through his teeth. It's so obviously a lie. He doesn't care about this nation. It's very clear he hates the United States of America. He's a globalist. Right. But that's that's who's sitting in the Oval Office. Until next week.
Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun...